Hi, Teddy. Hi, Vivi. Hi, Amelie. Tonight, I am going to read you guys a Russian folktale. It's called Snow White and Rose Red. It's by the Brothers Grimm, and it's retold by Rose Dobbs. A poor widow lived with her two daughters in a cottage at the end of a forest. In front of the cottage stood two rose trees. Each year, one bore beautiful white roses and the other lovely red roses. The two girls were so like the roses that one was called Snow White and the other Rose Red. Snow White was quiet and gentle. Rose Red was merry and happy. Snow White liked to stay home helping her mother or read. Rose Red liked to run about in the fields and meadows chasing butterflies and picking flowers. Although they were so different, both sisters were good and kind and loved each other dearly. Often they would go together in the forest to gather berries. They were never afraid for the wild forest creatures were their friends and never startled or harmed them. Shy rabbits would nibble cabbage leaves out of their hands. Pretty fawns grazed peacefully by their side. And at their approach, birds never flew away but sang merrily on. Snow White and Rose Red were good little housekeepers. They kept their mother's cottage so neat and clean that it was a pleasure to enter it. In the summertime, Rose Red dusted and swept every morning. Then she picked a flower for her mother, always remembering to put in a white rose and a red rose. During the cold winter, it was Snow White who rose early, lit the fire, and put the kettle on to boil. The kettle was made of brass, but it was so brightly polished that it shone like gold. When the snow fell in big, soft white flakes, mother and daughters liked to sit before the fire. The mother would read out of a big book of stories of kings and princes, witches and fairies, while the girls spun busily and listened, spellbound. One evening, when they were sitting thus cozily, there came a knock at the door. Quick, Rose Red, said the mother, open the door. Perhaps it is a traveler seeking shelter this bitter, cold night. Rose Red unbolted the door, but instead of a weary traveler, there stood in the doorway a big, black, shaggy bear. Rose Red screamed and Snow White ran and hid behind her mother's bed. Rose Red tried to close the door, but the bear began to speak. Don't be afraid, he said. I won't harm any of you. I am cold and tired and only want to warm myself and rest a while. Oh, you poor bear, cried the mother. Come in by all means and warm yourself, but be careful lest a spark from the fire singe your furry coat. Do you think I could have the snow brushed off me first? asked the bear. The mother called Snow White, who came out timidly from behind the bed, and she said, Girls, take the brooms and brush the snow off the bear. Don't be afraid, he won't hurt you. This they did, and the bear came into the room. He stretched himself before the fire and grunted in contentment. He was friendly and gentle, and before long the girls were quite at home with him. They came closer and, growing bolder, began to romp with him and tease him. They even beat him playfully with a little hazel twig. The bear spent the night, and in the morning he left. He trotted over the snow into the forest, but before night fell, he came back. And so, throughout the long winter, the bear went out in the morning and returned before dark. The children became so used to him that they left the door unbolted until their shaggy friend had come in. One morning, soon after the snow had melted and spring had turned, the world soft and green again, the bear said to Snow White, When I leave you today, it will be for a long time, for I shall be gone all summer. Where must you go then, dear bear? asked Snow White, sadly, for she knew she would miss him. 
I must go into the forest to guard my treasure so it won't fall into the hands of the wicked dwarves, the bear told her. In the winter, when the ground is frozen hard, the dwarves cannot break through, and so my treasure is safe. But now that the sun's warmth has softened the earth, the dwarves will come out of their holes to steal everything they can. Snow White was very sad at the thought of not seeing the bear again. She opened the door slowly, and the bear, hurrying through, caught his fur on the latch and tore a hole in his coat. It seemed to Snow White that a golden gleam shone through the hole, but she could not be sure, and she couldn't ask because the bear was already out of sight. Not long after that, the children went into the forest to gather firewood. As they walked about, they came to a tree lying across the path near its trunk. Something was jumping up and down in the grass. Curious, the children went up to the trunk to see what it might be. When they came near, they saw a little, old, wrinkled dwarf with a long white beard, the end of which was caught up in a crack of the tree. The little man hopped up and down and pulled and tugged but could not free himself. He glared at the girls and snapped. Well, are you just going to stand there and not help me? Oh, poor little man, what have you done? Asked Rose Red. Done, snarled the dwarf. I haven't done anything. I need a bit of wood for my fire to cook my simple little meal and was just about to cut into the tree when my hand slipped. The wedge I had put in flew out and my beautiful white beard got caught in the crack and I cannot get away. The children tried very hard, but they could not free the beard. At last, Rose Red said, I'll go and get some help. Ugh, sputtered the dwarf in a rage. What good will you guys do me? There are too many of you now. Think of something better. Don't be so impatient, said Snow White. I have thought of something. And she took her scissors out of her pocket and cut off the end of the beard. The moment he felt himself free, the dwarf snatched up his sack of gold that lay between the roots of the tree. He threw it over his shoulder and marched off, grumbling to himself. Mm, cutting off my beautiful beard. Bad luck to them. He does not have very nice manners at all. A day or so later, Snow White and Rose Red went out to catch a few fish for supper. As they came to the pond, they saw something that looked like a giant grasshopper hopping about on the bank, dangerously close to the water. They ran up and recognized the dwarf. You'll fall into the pond if you're not careful, said Rose Red. I'm not such a fool as that, snapped the dwarf. Don't you see that fish at the end of my line is trying to pull me in? The dwarf had been fishing at the pond's edge when a strong wind arose, hopelessly entangling his beard in the fishing line. Just then, the dwarf had felt a tug and knew he had caught a fish, but the fish was too big, and the little man could not pull him out. Instead, it looked as if at any moment the fish was going to pull him into the water, unless something happened quickly to help him. Snow White and Rose Red tried to free the beard from the line, but they couldn't do it, so again Snow White took out her scissors and cut off another piece of the long white beard. Instead of being grateful, the dwarf was furious. Ah, are you trying to have me disowned by my people? How can I face them with most of my beautiful white beard gone? You should have worn out your feet before you ran up to me. Snatching up a sack of pearls which lay in the rushes, he dried it away, muttering and grumbling. Ugh, terrible manners. Sometime after this, Snow White and Rose Red went into town to buy their, metal, their mother needles and thread, laces and ribbons. Their way led through the field where great rocks lay strewn about. Overhead, they noticed an eagle flying round and round. Slowly it circled and lower it came until suddenly it scooped down behind, swooped down behind an enormous rock. At once the children heard a loud frightened cry running up. They were horrified to find that the huge bird was carrying off their ill-tempered friend, the dwarf. Snow White seized the little man's coat and rose red his beard and they tugged and pulled so hard that at last the bird gave up the struggle, let go and flew off. 
As soon as he recovered from his fright, the dwarf began to scold as usual. Ah, you clumsy creatures, he ranted. Couldn't you have been more careful? Look at my coat, it's in shreds. Ah, he picked up a bag of precious stones and grumbling all the while went off to his hole in the ground. The girls, quite used to the dwarf's bad manners by this time, continued on their way and made their purchases. On the way home, they had to cross the same field. When they came to the place of the big rock, they were surprised to see the dwarf there. He had emptied the sack of gems in a clean spot on the ground, certain that no one would come by at that time of day. The late afternoon sun shone on the gems, making them glow and sparkle with every color of the rainbow. They were so beautiful that Snow White and Rose Red had to stop and admire them. "'What are you gaping at?' shrieked the little man in a frenzy before he could say another word. A deep growl was heard, and out of the forest came a big, black, shaggy bear. The terrified dwarf tried to make for his cave, but the bear got in his way. Then, very frightened, he whined, "'Oh, spare me, dear bear. I am such a skinny little fellow. I wouldn't even make an appetizer for me. Spare my life, and you shall have my treasure, all this and everything I have hidden in my cave. Oh, you should eat these two girls instead. They're nice and plump and would make a satisfying meal.' <sighs> "'Can you believe this guy?' The bear paid no attention to the dreadful little man. He gave one blow with his huge paws, and the dwarf didn't move again. By this time, Snow White and Rose Red had started to run away, but the bear called after them. "'Snow White, Rose Red, wait for me, I'll not harm you.' They knew that voice. It was their old friend of the forest. The girls waited for him, and as soon as he came up to them, a wonderful thing happened. His shaggy black coat fell off, and there before them stood a handsome young prince, clad in shining gold. I am a king's son, he told them. That wicked dwarf had bewitched me and put me under a spell to roam the forest until he would set me free, and now I am free. Snow White married him, and Rose Red married his brother, and they divided the, uh, between them the treasure that the dwarf had collected. Their old mother went to live with her children, and she brought with her the two rose trees, and every year they continued to bloom one with beautiful white roses, the other with lovely red roses. The end. I remember liking this story when I was a little girl. I remember thinking it might be kind of cool to be friends with a bear who ended up being a prince. But frankly, if I saw a prince or a bear now in the woods, I would not want to be friends with him probably because I don't think that in real life bears are under spells and are actually princes. But you know what? You never know, I guess. I love you guys very much. I hope you're having a wonderful rest. Mm -hmm.